Hey, it's the Chris Gaskin Show for Tuesday, December 25th, 2012. It is Christmas. Uh, I am still in Prince George. Not that that's a bad thing. I have my family around me. Uh, I get to be around at least my immediate family. You know, mother, father, brother. Uh, I get to be around them for Christmas, which is good. Um, I'm glad to be around them for Christmas. Usually I am around my extended family because uh, we all live in different cities. I, I guess my mom and my dad live in the same city, but they aren't together, you know. <clears throat> but we do. Um, if you can't tell by my voice, I am just getting over a cold yet again. This time from traveling. Uh, as I actually, I recorded a two-part podcast for Wingaming Ontario with my buddy Brian Major. And that podcast will be going up, I think, uh, see what's got the 8th. So it has to be, what, the 15th and the 23rd? Um, I may be wrong on that one. As I'm bringing up my calendar right now, 22nd, 15th and 22nd uh, will be his weeks, excuse me, and uh, I I think it was a really good podcast. We didn't talk about a topic that I've been saving for maybe uh, a third podcast that I record with him probably Towards March, when I'm finding my way back to the West Coast. So, I'm trying to think, what do I want to talk about? Oh, the reason that I am sick. So, let let me finish talking about this before I move on. uh, Is because in reality, when you travel 24 out of 48 hours... And during that travel time, you maybe get a half hour of sleep. And then in that 48 hours, you go to a party. And you don't get back to your hotel room until 4 and have to check out by 11. I mean, we still checked out by like 1.30. But that's beside the point. I mean, you know, I was still up by 11 just in case. Just in case I heard, hey, by the way, uh, we have you checking out right now. And I'm like, all right. So, I mean, when you, when you really get, you know, six hours of sleep, roughly, in that little bit of a time frame... Plus, I mean, I didn't get much sleep the next few days because I had running around. Got to have, got to go visit friends uh, when I'm in Prince George. So basically, uh, compound the nights before the traveling, doing this podcast. Compound all of that together, and uh, you know, you get exhausted. And it really started to hit Wednesday. And the funny thing was, like, I was talking about Brian with it on the podcast. Or I think after the podcast. After we had recorded. And how I was like, man, I am exhausted. And he was like, well, with a bus, you know, it's recycled air. And I was like, it's not an airplane, you moron. If it was an airplane, then yeah, you can use the recycled air. Because the air is too thin. Around, but on a bus, it's just it's heated air coming in and cycling out. It's it's not like they're recycling the same breathable air, but you still are in a tube, you know, with thirty different strangers. So the chances of you getting sick from that are obvious, but I think it was more exhaustion just between uh what was going on just between the show and all the travel and you know having to get back home uh i uh i've still yet to call up greyhound at this time my plan is to do that tomorrow probably on uh 
I think Thursday when I'm supposed to be going home. Uh, I uh, I am not happy with Greyhound, but I'm going to see if I can call them and get my money back before I make that decision to absolutely trash them on my podcast. And I tell you what, if I don't get uh, a refund for the ticket, um, and again, I'll, I'll explain more of this. Regardless of what happens, if, if if I get my refund, that'll be awesome. If not, I'm just going to trash it and take it to social media. Because I'm not happy about it. And I mean, I understand that Greyhound's coming under quite, quite a bit of fire right now. Uh, especially with what's going on with the weather in BC hasn't been good for traveling. So realistically, they're like trying to... You know, get people from point A to point B, but all of a sudden now they're short drivers because it's the holiday season and the roads are just shit. So you can't get people from point A to point B. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can't do fuck all, you know? So people are getting stuck in like Kamloops. And uh, I'm pretty sure getting back is going to be a nightmare too. I'm supposed to be doing uh, a show in Delta on the 28th which I still haven't gotten any, any, uh, still haven't heard back about that. So I'm going to get a hold of that guy, but let's, let's pen that in tentatively. The Attic, uh, Billiards, I'm still trying to find a headliner for that show. Uh, it's, it's a shame when the budget that you have is quite small and like people just, bitch about traveling which really isn't that far. I mean, realistically, I normally walk to the Sky Train and I could bus and then catch the Sky Train in the town from where I live. And that's about half hour, 45 minutes, depending if the bus matches up with the Sky Train or not. Um, I mean, realistically, it's about... If you hit the the SkyTrain from downtown out to Scott Road and then take the bus down Scott Road to where the Attic Billiards Hall is, it is about 45 minutes. Now, realistically, I enjoy walking. So what I normally do is I walk to the SkyTrain. And that walk is about 40 to 50 minutes, uh, depending if I'm, you know, diddly-daddling or not. I don't even... Diddle-daddle? Oh, fuck. If I'm walking slowly... Uh, I need to read more books to help my vocabulary a little bit. My vocabulary leaves uh, quite a bit to be desired. It is shitty. I'm okay with that, though. Uh, I know how to use my wit to be funny. I know that I'm wicked smart. Uh... I just never use it. It's boring to me. Like, it's too easy most times. So it normally takes me 40, you know, like an hour or probably about an hour, hour 20 uh, each way if I'm walking. You know, if I'm catching, if I meet up with a bus, you know, you say 40, 45 each way. I mean, that, you know, that's still a long time. That is, to travel, uh, to do a show, it's, it's a long time. And I don't get it. Like, I really, just because I've been, listen, I don't go out every night. I'm trying to uh, cut costs, and it does cost money to hit the Sky Train all the time, you know? It does. It's like five... Five bucks back and forth. And trying to get just travel money. Like, hey, I'd, I'd like to come to a set. Could you pay my bus fare each way? Like, most of them, they just tell me to go fuck myself. And it's, it's I understand from a business standpoint when that shit I don't like being fucked out of money. That always sucks. Especially when I bring it up. Like, hey, why are you fucking me out of money? I don't have an excuse. 
I mean, you're better off just telling me you're fucking me out of money. Like, I would rather just not be lied to. But, you know, I, I don't understand when people bitch about having to go into a different part of, like, the greater Vancouver area for a show. I mean, it's really, is, is it that much of a hassle to work on your craft? Like, I didn't get in this industry uh, myself to, to bitch and moan about where I'm doing shows. I will say uh, the, the Mangashi's Bar and Grill show in Vernon leaves quite a bit to be desired. The layout's not really suited for comedy. Uh, and at least the crowd that night that I was there wasn't really into me. You know, I'm, I can be a bit of a tough pill to swallow. So I, you know, I, I'm not blaming uh, Vernon for that. But the layout of the bar does not help. It's not really, it's more like, like a rock venue like, comedy needs to be intimate. So, you know, it's... I just never can absolutely never understand uh, why people bitch about having to go somewhere to do a... Sh- I mean, if you're getting paid, and realistically, what's it going to cost you five bucks both ways? You know, you make a hundred bucks and you make ninety-five bucks realistically, I guess, when all is said and done. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, I understand if someone's like, hey, I'm strapped for cash. Just uh you know. I I hate running rooms. I really do. I'd I'd like to help out my friends and be like, hey, I give you money if you come do this room. Which is what I try and do. Uh, but I also want to book comics who I consider are funny. I, I want to book comics who are funny first and then my friends. But if I have a friend who I consider funny, um, I, I don't want to... This is why I try and not run a room. Uh, this is not funny, this part of the podcast, obviously. Allow me to explain. Running... A weekly comedy room is a thankless job. I have a lot of respect for the people who do it. But I I was asked to run it for one night. And uh, it's, it's tough to book from out of town. It really is. Um, and it's... it's uh, God, I just... I hate booking shows. I really do. Because the last thing I want to do when booking a show is, you know, play politics. Because I just find that happens too much. Is people like to play politics when they're booking shows. Like, I've had, I've seen people like, you know, oh, I'm going to headline him because he runs the show as well. And he'll let me headline his room. Which I always think is just bullshit when people do that. And not let... The guys who are, you know, getting to that level off of merit do it. I have nothing to offer anyone. I really don't. I wish I did, you know. So I try, I try when I'm booking rooms to do it all off of merit. All off of, do I think you're funny? Yeah, I'll book you. All right. Uh, I try and put together the best show that I can possible. Like I said, as of right now, I'm not sure whether or not it's going to happen on Friday night. Uh, Check my website, chrisgaskin.com, for more information. Hopefully I'll have an update on that show before I leave for... er, Yeah, before I leave for Vancouver. Who knows if I'll be... God, hopefully I get back before my flight... That's really all I care about at this point in time. Uh, but I'm glad to be in Prince George for Christmas. I am. Um, I would have been... Honestly, I would have been just as happy... In Vancouver. I guess because I get to hang out with my brother... And uh, my mom and my dad. 
It's, it's funny because as was expected, what was supposed to happen was I was supposed to bus up, do the show, bus down. I tried to give a little bit of time for leeway, uh, and then I had to... trying to think. I uh, had to give time for, oh, time for leeway to hang out. Uh, and then the show that's supposed to be on the 28th, supposedly, uh, was on the 22nd, and that got canceled. So, or at least bumped back a week. And like I said, I, I've been trying to figure out what's going on for that day. Really appears like nothing's going on, but I'll figure all of that out eventually. Um... Yeah. <laughs> so here's my plan. All right. My original plan was to be back for the 21st. That way I could do the show on the 22nd. So I would have been spending Christmas in Vancouver, which would have meant I would have left with my grandmother and grandfather to go to my uncle's house uh, out in Maple Ridge, which... Uh, I like my uncle. He's a good dude. Going out to Maple Ridge. Uh, you know. I'd probably rather be in my own bed there. Which is just. Basically a shitty mattress. That's starting to tear up. With bed. I need new bedding for that bed. Um, this, this is all beside the point. I am trying to make this funny people. There's no way around it. Why? Because it's Christmas. Uh, I did a Geeks vs. Nerds show where I was uh, arguing for Team Grinch against Team Jack Skellington. And Jack Skellington sings a song called What's This when he gets into Christmas land. And then, you know, he gets back to Halloween land or Halloween town or what? Christmas Town, Halloween Town, I think is what it's called, right? I don't know. I fucking hate that movie. Uh, but he gets back there, and he's like, oh, they got this great thing called Christmas, and, you know, it's awesome, and people were having fun, but he's never, like, explaining, he just sees all the good stuff about, and it's not really even all the good stuff, it's more, like, just about consumerism, realistically, because he, if you watch it, he's... He's kind of like, you just got to give presents. That's all we got to do. We're going to make these kids presents. But he doesn't understand that he's scary and they want to be delighted. So he just gives them shitty presents. And then they start bitching about getting shitty presents until he uh, basically gets Santa back who starts giving them good presents. And that's how Christmas is saved. That movie's retarded. All right. But realistically, you know, he, he kind of has some core ideas of what Christmas is, but he thinks it's awesome because he, he hasn't realized the stress um, in, you know, having money for gifts and dealing with your family and all that shit. I don't like Christmas. I really don't. Um, I stopped liking Christmas when I was about like 15, 16 I mean, I like it all right. I like being able to spend time with my family, but dude, the fact that my my grandparents went up like the day before, they're gonna spend like another night there. Won't be home till Boxing Day. I like Boxing Day shop. I like shopping when shit's cheap. That's awesome. <laughs> Who doesn't? You know, that's that's the Jewish in me. Uh, <laughs> I always thought I was Ukrainian for a while, and then I found out that uh, my my grandfather and grandmother, um, like great-grandfather great-grandmother, were actually Jews from Poland who immigrated to the Ukraine, and that's when Stalin started fucking up the Ukraine. So they moved to Canada, you know, and now Stephen Harper's... Dude, I just I just compared Stephen Harper to Hitler and Stalin. Uh uh, you might as well. That guy's a jackass. Alright, let's let's get back on track though.
So I would have been uh, way out in Maple Ridge, my uncle's place. Uh, I probably would have like, hey, let, let me bring my Xbox rather than playing as PlayStation 3. I, I don't mind PlayStation 3, but sometimes it's a bit of a bummer. Um, I would have liked to do that. It would have been interesting trying to tell my cousin, like, hey, I got a couple movies that we got to watch for Christmas. Because I do have a Christmas uh, ritual, if you will. The way I like to enjoy Christmas is by watching movies. Now, um, I like going to the movies on Christmas. That's always cool because normally they release like a good movie couple good movies. That's something I like to do. I'm probably not going to do this year. I, I rarely do it. But sometimes when I'm like, that movie looks awesome, I'll go. Um, but my ritual is to watch what I consider the two greatest Christmas movies of all time. Uh, Bad Santa and Die Hard. And anyone who says Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie... Uh, I got a shotgun, yippee ki motherfucker. I don't actually have a shotgun. I'm quoting the movie for comedic purposes. Um, I don't need the NRA on me. Blaming Grand Theft Auto V on a school shooting. Blaming a game that hasn't even come out yet. People are fucking morons. I really don't have much more to talk about on that. Just how stupid people are. How do you blame a game that hasn't come out yet? You don't even know what's in that game. I'm pretty sure going to a school and killing an entire classroom isn't in that fucking game, alright? It's ridiculous. Just the the hubris of some people, and I'm pretty sure I'm using that word incorrectly, because like I said, my vocabulary leaves a lot to be desired. But the hubris of some people... To, to come up with something like that to say, hey man, guess what? Uh, you know, it's not the guns, it's the fact that there are guns in Grand Theft Auto V. When that guy said that, why wasn't someone like, hey, are you seriously blaming a game that hasn't yet to come out? No kids have played it yet. How can you blame a game that kids haven't played, how are they trying to live out a game that they have no idea what the fuck happens in it, other than the fact that it's a Grand Theft Auto series? That's always bullshit, by the way. That whole... Uh, let's, blame, let's blame school shootings on video games is a ridiculous concept because if they look at the studies that are done, I mean, technically, kids who play video games tend to be a bit more aggressive, but they also get rid of that aggression playing said video games. All right. I'll admit some people do some crazy shit. You know, but most of them are just, they're just crazy people. They're crazy people, excuse me, and a lot of them, um, a lot of them are on like Zoloft or Palex or, or some type of antidepressant I mean, really, the fact that they aren't studying that is insane. It is ridiculous that you would not study something like that. Um, So, I'm not going to get to introduce my cousin to my Christmas ritual, which I think he would vastly enjoy. Uh, I think he's 16 now. I think it's time to bring him into the ritual of Bad Santa Die Hard. Uh, two awesome Christmas movies. Basically, what I'm trying to say, though, is if you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, I will fight you. Um, I won't actually fight you because you're probably bigger than me and would beat me. But, you know, I'll fight you. It's a Christmas movie. All right. Um, I know later tonight I'm going to my father's to have Christmas dinner. And as I've heard, his Christmas dinner is steak 
and lobster. And to that, I say, fuck yes. Okay, turkey sucks. I am sick and tired of turkey. Every Christmas, every uh, Easter, well, Easter from time to time, I guess, is like more ham than anything, but, but Christmas and Thanksgiving for sure, and they're so close together. They aren't as close as like American Thanksgiving is to Christmas, but Canadian Thanksgiving is still fairly close. I mean, you you don't need turkey that often, and turkey's normally just dry, and even if you cook it right, it, it ends up being dry. It's a nice steak and lobster. Dude, dude, that sounds like a fucking meal. You know, I don't need gravy, and man, potatoes can go fuck themselves, as far as I'm concerned. Realistically, unless they're French fries, uh, chips, scalloped, um... There is another way that I like my potatoes done, but realistically, uh, in my books, potatoes can go fuck themselves. Disgusting. And I only say that because, I mean, living with old people, uh, my roommates or grandparents, uh, if you will, that's all they like to eat is like meat and potatoes. I don't like potatoes. I'm pretty sure uh, when I get there, dad's going to also make potatoes to go with the uh the steak and of course the uh deliciousness of the lobster but that i mean that sounds so good why why would you want some gross gamey tasting turkey some huge bird that you're never going to eat the entire thing. You'll have leftovers for a week and then you got to throw it out. I mean, the only good thing about that dinner is stuffing. That's it. Stuffing and uh, maybe those, you know, baby cabbages. Um, what, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> baby cabbage. Brussels sprouts, right? Right? Most people think those are disgusting. Uh, I do think they're disgusting, but I will still eat them and enjoy them because I am an adult now. I don't need something that's tasty. I want something that you you, you need to have an acquired taste. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take a brief break for a minute. And uh, I'll be back with the magic of uh, of post-editing. And I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, not that, not that it mattered to you. That should have been instantaneous with the cut. If I, if I, it'd be funny if I put like a five second pause. <laughs> All right, there's going to be a pause. So just hold on. You're just sitting there. Should add in some elevator music. Say like talking about, oh, uh. Talking about turkey dinners, why they suck, and how the best thing about turkey dinners is really the stuffing, which, you know, if you make it properly, you're making it up the turkey's ass. What's the deal with that? And the stuffing, and of course, the uh, Brussels sprouts, which suck, but I'm I'm a grown man. They are an acquired taste. Ladies, you have to understand, like, like, here's the thing. Women can enjoy, like, like, sweets, like chocolate and ketchup. All right, guys, we need to do, like, mustard and, like, Brussels sprouts and, like, beer. We need to learn acquired tastes to look pussy. And... Ah... <laughs> uh. Uh, it's funny because it's true. Anyways, I I just think I'm sick of turkey dinners. You know, been here, uh, damn near twenty six years. I don't need another fucking turkey dinner for the next five years. You know what I mean? Maybe three or four, but still, I I don't mind missing out on a turkey dinner. I really don't. Some shitty roll. Ugh. Really? 
That's what I want. I want to sit down and have turkey dinner arguing with my family and then have the itis right after. Dude, my dad has it right. Steak and lobster? He's not expecting, you know, a lot of people over. I guess that makes sense. You don't need to make a turkey for, you know, just... Like, my mom bought a turkey. And I was like, why the fuck you make a turkey? Dad said he's making steak and lobster. Sorry, you lose. I'm going to Dad's. Dad won this round of the divorce. All right. This round, who makes the better... That's the one thing. Like, like uh... Because I essentially got stuck out in Prince George. My mom was like, so I have to ask you something, Chris. Because uh, I sent all your presents to Vancouver. Which, honestly, I don't fucking care. Um, I wish I did. I wish I cared about that kind of stuff. I really... That's That's probably the one thing... That my dad and I do not see eye to eye on. Uh, my dad, as far as I can tell, like I don't spend enough time with him to know him well enough. But I know like the type of things he's done, and to me, it just seems like he's almost obsessed with money. And I can give a shit about like I know I need it. And for certain things, I like I want I need money to get those certain things. But overall, I know you need money as like a tool. And that's all I really view money as, all right? I I know how my career is. I know that if the ball rolls uh, the way I would hope it would, which realistically, I'm not actually concerned about anything like that. I just, I just want to be a good artist. I don't want to be known for, oh, he's famous. I want to be known for, oh, he's funny, all right? But if being known for, oh, he's funny brings me fame and cash, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it, it, I would just use cash as a tool to have fun, which I think is what it should be for, all right? So many people see it as like a tool of power, which is absolutely just childish. I mean, really, that's how you get 1% of the world or 1% of the population of the world with 99% of the cash, right? Because they're stingy. They don't see it as like, hey, I can have fun with this. They see it as like, dude, how powerful would I be if I had 16 bedrooms in my house even though I need one suck my dick, bitch. Like, that's basically what they're doing. I'm not doing that. You know, I wouldn't mind fucking killing it and having, you know, like like $20 million and living in a bachelor suite. I really wouldn't. I'd want to keep just enough stuff to keep me entertained, right? Like like a decent... I don't, I don't need a big screen TV. At all, it's always impressive for people, but you know, money is aside from using it as a tool to have fun, really is of no value to me. And I think that's my dad and I don't see eye to eye. So, like Christmas, getting gifts, I I don't like. I don't I don't mind giving gifts. I like that part. Um, although you know. Because my brother works like a good job. He just outclasses me for gifts. And that's that's kind of a bummer. To, to be like, Alright, I got you this much. And I'm like, I can only give you this much. I'm traveling. I need, you know, sorry. So my mom goes, uh, Chris, I sent all your presents to Vancouver because I thought you were going to be back in Vancouver. What are we going to do for you? And I'm like, you don't got to do anything. Just don't. What is my cat bitching? Come here, Misty. Hold on. Come on in. My kitty. Uh, It's actually my mom's cat. Realistically, it's my cat. I just shut the door. She's going to be pissed that I did that. So this is what happened. Uh, My mom sent my gifts to Vancouver. Again, 
I, I hate opening gifts. But, uh, you know, you're not upset about it. I'm not. And that's the thing. And she was like, what are we going to do, Chris? And I was like, nothing. Who cares? And she's like, well, is there anything, like, I can get you or I can do that's cheap for, like, Christmas? And I said, yes. When you make breakfast, when you make French toast and bacon, don't bitch at me for putting the bacon in the French toast and eating it like a delicious sandwich. I hate that. I want to eat it with my hands. Leave me alone. I'm a man. (laughs) And she looked at me and went, wow, French toast and bacon does sound like a good breakfast. I was like, yes, but just let me... Let me eat it how I want to eat it, all right? Don't bitch at me. I want to make a delicious French toast bacon sandwich with one piece of bread. I'm going to do that, all right? It's a delicious thing to do. All right. I think I'm done trashing Christmas. Uh, This would have helped if I actually hit... Start again. All right. Um, might as well close off by talking about what happened recently uh, and how stupid people are thinking the Mayan calendar was going to be the end of the world. Is that cat playing with change? Fucking cat. Sorry, I just don't want her swallowing a coin. That would suck. She's old. My, my brother... Uh, had his friend come down like spend a night his friend's got like a little dog and uh that cat hated that dog never like she she really thinks she owns this house that cat alright I'll just let her play with the coins don't eat them alright dummy cross eyed kitty hey yeah, stick your ass up when I pet you because you've been fixed. Why is it every cat that's been fixed does that? The cat's not fixed. Maybe it's just like not fixed, not in heat. It won't do that. Or not fixed and in heat. All right. Uh, I wanted to talk about the 21st. If you were hedging your bets on that being the end of the world, you are an idiot. Okay, it is the end of a calendar. That doesn't mean they put nothing said. Oh, uh, we think the world's going to end. They just went. Uh, we're done with this calendar bullshit. This job sucks. It's pretty much what happened. The theory is uh, because the world uh, on its axis, as it rotates, it, it kind of wobbles slowly. So the theory is is that that basically what the wobble does is it kind of uh, leads in and like points towards uh, certain like star clusters. So like before we were in the age of Pisces, which um, to all you Jesus lovers, you know that 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 fish that you say you know Jesus lives in, that, that fish is a pagan symbol for Pisces. Which I find it hilarious when Christians are like, no, it's not. And I'm like, Google pagan symbol for Pisces, you retard. And then just write Jesus lives in it. What the fuck does that look like? What does that look like? That's the beauty about Google and Christians. Is you can actually like point that out. But what the theory is, is the end of the Mayan calendar is, uh, is the Earth's axis is now shifting into the age of Aquarius. Now, in the Bible, Jesus says, look out for the man carrying two buckets of water, uh, the sign for Aquarius, uh, as you know in, like, astrology charts, is a man carrying two buckets of water. I'm not saying the Bible is all about star charts, but, you know, it kind of makes sense if you start breaking things down as, as like, ages. and, And, like, you know, first it was... Well, they, Moses said, you know, kill everyone because you're, you're recognizing a false god. And what was a false god? A bull. 
when we were in the age of Taurus before the age of Pisces. I mean, really? You know, I, I don't... I don't know a lot, but I know somewhat about common sense. And common sense would state that that kind of seems like when Earth moves from Taurus to Pisces and then the Aquarius, like it's all about star charts. So anyways, um, that's the theory, is that is that the world is moving into the age of Aquarius. That is the popular theory. All right, and because that's the popular theory, that doesn't mean the world ends. And obviously, it didn't. All right, it's Christmas. It's past December twenty-first, two thousand twelve. Uh, you know, the world didn't end. But I went to a hey, just in case the world ends, we're getting a party party. You know, um, mostly because I was hanging out with a friend, and she of course brought me. To the studio owned by another friend of mine, who I was actually gonna like. Every time I come to Prince George, like, I don't have a lot of friends. I I value a couple close friends. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. If, if there's probably some friends who listen to this who are like, "Hey, you weren't Prince George. You didn't come visit me." Well, it turns out. I, I probably don't value you as much as some of my other friends. It's a dick thing to say, but it's true. And it's not that I don't value you. It's that I don't value you as much as some of my other friends. All right, you understand? So the amount that I value some of my other friends uh, is high up. So I will visit them uh, pretty much every time I'm in Prince George. But the other friends, I have to cycle all of you. All right. So I don't. Sometimes I don't get to see friends for a couple years because I I try and cycle my other friends because you know you're important to me, just not that important. I mean, you know, they're contacting me on Facebook. Every that's the thing about being a comedian, too. Is it's after that, it's never like, hey. Chris, you should come do... Like, I have heat from friends that I wasn't at... I wasn't at, like, their wedding because I had to do a comedy show. He's like, sorry, dude, I had to work. All right? You know, they're like, you could have come to Edmonton to do... Yeah, I, I probably could have if I wasn't working, but I was working. I'm trying to do something... All right. This is getting more about me being frustrated with friends not understanding what I'm trying to accomplish, which I understand that they don't understand what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, so yeah, so of course, uh, one of my friends, she drags me uh, to this place that my friend owns. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll pimp it out. I need ladies in Prince George. You want to get fit, uh, my friend Angel, and it's, uh, I cringe not calling her. I, I will call her by Angel on this podcast, okay, because that's what she goes by. That's not a real name. I'm not going to say a real name on the podcast, but you will never, ever, ever catch me calling her Angel to her face. That's not going to fucking happen, all right, unless she legal. I told her, if she legally changes it, I will call her that. But until then, it's not going to happen. So, uh, we stopped by at Spinging Angels Pole Fitness. So my friend takes those classes to get herself fit. And I knew, I knew Angel um, for the better part of five years now. Uh, most of them living in a different city. But, you know, we met each other. Uh, probably, yeah, probably about five years ago now. And then, of course, she got pissed. Why are you moving? It's like, why did I have to meet you before you move? And I'm like, bitch, you're married. Get the fuck out of here. Don't give me this shit. Come on. So, uh, you know, I walk in and she goes, hey, come to my party tonight. 
we're at the end of the world party. It's going to go to like four. And I was like, sure, this sounds sounds great. I'll be there. Uh, so I went to that party. And I walk in, and of course there's like a uh, sound system set up. Which is, uh, it's good. It's, it's like set up by a band. And the sound system is for their band. And they're like a, a metal band. I don't know if it's like death metal. It's metal, alright? It's like growling. I guess that's death metal. Uh, they weren't too bad. Uh, aside from the fact that they brought equipment that would have been good for a music hall. Uh, like if they were playing in like the, the playhouse in Prince George or Vanier Hall, that equipment would have been sufficient there. It wasn't huge, but for, you know, what is essentially a garage is way too fucking loud, like, like ridiculously loud. Um, and of course I walk there is like, it's like all boxes. And of course she's like, it's a pajama party. And I'm like, I ain't wearing pajamas. She's like, do you not wear pajamas? I'm like, well, one, I don't, I got pajamas, but I don't wear pajamas, all right? I'm not wearing pajamas, like, it's just not happening. So I show up there in jeans, and I walk up, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, you came. I was like, I said I would. Her friend goes, you're wearing jeans. This is a pajama party, and I said I've passed out in these jeans before. Now, that's not true. But I'm just trying to go in line. Like, listen, I can conform to what you want, but I'm not doing exactly what you want, all right? I'll find my own way to get there. You have to be happy with that. So I look over. They've got numerous boxes for Box Fort, which really... Adults can be as stupid as kids. (laughs) Uh... So I look over, I see the sound system for the metal band, and of course, I guess she was telling people, like, like before I even got there, like, oh, my friend's coming, uh, he's from Vancouver, he's a comedian. So I, I may be standing there talking with her for about five minutes, just, you know, catching up on what's going on uh, with us in the past few years, and this guy walks up, he goes, hey, I'm in the band, that's playing. We were told you were coming and that you're a comedian. Do you want to do a set in between us? And I, I looked at the lead singer. He had like a huge mohawk. So I knew either A, they were punk. But he didn't look like the type of guy who played punk. He looked like the type of guy who played death metal. Because he was wearing like... Um, not flannel. Uh... What's that fucking stupid design? Like cowboys wear. Yeah, he looked like a punk cowboy, which, you know, usually means death metal in Prince George. Uh, so, so I knew right away. I was like, uh, Platt, right? We're in Platt. So I was like, all right, this is a metal band. He goes, do you want to do, like, set in between our sets? And then, like, after our set, we went split. And I was like, listen, I will do a set, even though I knew, like, it's not the best situation. All right. Uh, what is essentially, like, a house party with, with, like, 25 people. Not there to see comedy. Not there to see the band that's playing. The band just said, hey, we're going to play. We're going to jam out for you guys. Really fucking loud. Uh, they're like, it's, it's death metal. Do you want to do comedy in between death metal? And I, I think the most accurate description that I've heard about that type of thing belongs to uh, Vancouver comedian James Masters, where he talked about doing a show between two death metal... This was between their sets, what I was doing. But he was talking about doing a show, like a variety show, Sandwich in between two death metal groups, and he says it is like putting a blooper reel at the end of Schindler's List, like it just doesn't work. 
Um, so this is what I did. It, they go, all right, we're going to bring up Chris Gaskin. He's a comedian. He's going to do his thing in between us. We're going to take a break. So I got up, and I just basically, like, everyone come. And there was, like, a group that, like, wouldn't come in. And I was like, all right, you know, fuck those people. I'm going to perform to these people. Uh, so, of course, like, I, I pulled in as many people as I could to, like, sit in and make it more intimate. And, uh, I don't know, I, I probably did, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes, maybe 20. Uh, and it, it was it was good. I mean, it was as good as it was going to be given the situation I was in. So I was pleased with that. I mean, really, it couldn't have gone that much better. Of course, right away, they're like, all right, make fun of people. And I'm like, that's not... What a comedian does, you idiot. I have like an act. I have jokes that I, I'll do. I have a new joke in here somewhere that I'm working on. Uh, it was a fun night. I'm really glad I did that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that I have to leave Prince George and head back to Vancouver. Head out east. Uh, I am bummed out and excited. What is that cat getting into? I am bummed out and excited. All right, you want out? Move. Um, about this tour coming up. Simultaneously. I mean, the first show that I'm, you know, the first Yuck Yucks Club that I'm working at is in Niagara Falls. Which, uh, you know... It's Niagara Falls. It's it's a city that's built around water and gravity. That's how stupid people are. Let's build a shitty honeymoon town with a couple casinos. Let's build it around like like a display of how powerful water and gravity could be that people can look at and go, Oh my god, it's falling water. I mean, really, you could line up 50 guys pissing. It would probably be just as exciting... That's Niagara Falls, all right? Niagara Falls seems like a bit of a bummer. I'm excited to perform there. Uh, I think that's it for this week's podcast. Stitch this together. Uh, Next week's podcast will be, of course, uh, on the 1st. So it'll be New Year's Day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If not, go fuck yourself. See you next Tuesday.